It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's post game show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights lose three to one to the St. Louis Blues and uh, a tough game for Vegas. They fall behind early and then Jordan Binnington really the story the rest of the way. Let's head back to St. Louis, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, to help us break this one down. And, you know, Dan, for me, it's pretty simple. The Golden Knights had three power play opportunities in the second period. It's a 2-0 game, a crystal clear opportunity to get back in this game, and their power play, as has been the last 18 opportunities, lets them down. Right. That's been a problem. I think that the, you know, when you've got the, the talent that the Knights have, the power play, it's not just today or in the recent slump. It's been a season-long issue. Yeah. And while there have been adjustments in the personnel and different guys healthy at different times, you know, it's hard to really put your finger on why the Knights, as one of the best teams in the league, are bottom five in power play production this year and only 20 power play goals on the season through 38 games. And today it, it was partly, you know, you wonder, are they... <laughs> You know, you get in your own head with the power play stuff. But Jordan Bennington was was very good. I mentioned 10 saves on the power play out of the many saves that he made overall. So, uh, yeah, I, mean, it's, I guess it's to the drawing board once again. They, they adjusted the units again for this game today. And I don't know if there's a magic potion, the right button to push, but something's not quite clicking. And you talk about those slumps. Uh, if you can click at the right time, it's great uh, when those power play goals come in bunches, but they are as dry as could be right now. You know, Dan, just three points out of a possible 10 in the last five games for the Golden Knights. Obviously, this is not the type of, of stretch that you want if you're Vegas. I guess the question is, how do you approach trying to right the ship right now? And is it as simple as you look ahead to your schedule, you look at the teams that are there, and what Vegas has been able to do against Arizona and L.A. and Anaheim this season and just try to make the most out of those six games. I suppose so, and it's hard to put your finger on the, the goalie rotation. They've gone back and forth, back and forth. But, you know, think of since Mark andre played those two in a row, he hasn't won. Yeah. I wonder, you know, like, does it make sense to start Leonard two in a row because he's been fantastic? I, I, I don't know, really. I mean, we, we just hear there's a rotation, and I, I don't know all the ins and outs of what's going into those choices, and I've kind of stopped trying to figure it out because we don't really get any insight when we ask. So I don't know, but maybe it's time for Leonard to play a couple in a row, and maybe that does something for the group, um, realizing that they're, they're not uh, doing enough to score for Mark andre and, We'll see if um, if there is something more to Alec Martinez' absence today. As much as you don't expect to rely on Alec for the offense, it's more than just the two goals that he scored on Monday. It's everything else that falls into place. When you've got a guy that you've relied upon all season and played in every game, was the only defenseman to do so until today, and a team uh, you know right there, top few in plus minus on the club. He's the NHL's leader in block shots and on and on and on and on, and uh, how things might be different if Martinez is available to go. Not only Martinez's absence, I also can't help but wonder if the Knights, um, you know, how it affected them to be have uh, to be with only five defensemen in the lineup. Petrangelo plays over 30 minutes. You can't get into a habit of that. It's one thing to do it uh, for a game here or there, but you can't get into a habit of playing Petrangelo 30 minutes a, a night. 
You know, Dan, the word I think that you used for Shea Theodore was was disjointed. And I guess that kind of is is one of the areas that you want to just see Shea Theodore kind of take over games and get himself back to that level. How do you how do you write the ship right now with Shea Theodore and just in the plays that he's making and the plays you want him to make? I don't know if there's something that you can do. Perhaps it's something a coach can say or a coach can show him. I, 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 it's, it's hard to look at the way Shea has played, for instance, today and compare that with the player that he had been not only earlier this season, but the way he would take over games in the playoffs over the summer. And, uh, hey, he had a concussion earlier this year, and as Robin Leonard told us, the symptoms, the after effects, who knows if that's a factor in all of this. Yeah, you got to get your timing back and those sorts of things. But uh, Robin also told us that each concussion experience is different um, and the recovery is different. I have no idea. I don't, I, I, it's a thought that comes to mind. I have no idea if that's a, a connection to be made here. But yeah, it just does not look like the Shea Theodore who was taking over games at points earlier this season and most certainly over the summer. Well, as always, Dan, thank you for joining us here on the post-game show, and we will talk to you on Friday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. A lot more to get to here on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. First question comes from Ben Goats, the Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, Ben. Hey, Pete. You guys got the one goal, but you put, I believe, 48 shots on net. Um, were you happy with the looks you were able to generate tonight, or you know, was there something else you guys could have done to get more past Bennington? <clears throat> well, you know, I, we only scored one, so you're, you're never happy with all the looks. I, I thought we we generated some quality chances. Uh, you know, we didn't have as much traffic as we had last game, but, you know, so, sometimes you have to uh, give the other goalie some credit. And I thought, uh, you know, he was obviously excellent tonight. So it looked like one of those nights, felt like one of those nights where you were going to have to make the perfect shot in order to score, you know, or if he saw it, he was going to stop it. And uh, that we tried to, to get traffic there and, a bunch of the looks I thought we had some traffic in that area uh, but you know he, he fought through it and made some big saves. Next question tonight for Pete comes from Jesse Granger the athletic. Hey Jesse. Hey Pete I, I know you're not looking for excuses but having to play down on a guy again um, especially with the way the schedule has been how much do you think maybe not just being down a guy mm -hmm. but just things getting shuffled on the pairings and the forwards how much of an, an impact do you think that has? Uh, it, it, it's not, it's not a reason for, for losing. Um, you know, it, <clears throat> we knew coming into this season with the salary cap and, and, and injuries and the condensed schedule that, that we were going to have this type of adversity. So it, it's really a non-factor for us. I actually surprisingly, uh, you know, being a down a man, I thought, I thought the second half of the game, we were a lot better than we were in the first 10 minutes, which, which doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, uh, you, you would have thought that that would have caught up to us as the game went on. I actually thought we got stronger as the game went on. Next question tonight comes from Justin Emerson, Las Vegas Sun. Hey, Justin. 
if you, you just said it's a non-factor, so maybe I know the answer to the question, but is there a level of frustration that because of the salary cap constraints that when you do have to have a late scratch that you can't afford to bring somebody in and you do have to play shorthanded? No, no frustration. You know, I just have to look down the bench at Peter Angelo and, and uh, that, that eases any frustration we might have uh, about, about lineups. Time for a couple more tonight with Pete DeBoer. Next question for him comes from David Shane, Las Vegas Review Journal. Hey, David. Hi, Pete. Mark just kind of seemed to shoulder a lot of the blame, so to speak, for the scoring woes lately. And I know as a captain, you know, that's kind of what he's going to do. But w- what is your perspective on that in terms of just, you know, getting production from from those guys and and it not being, you know, uh, I guess not enough, but but other guys having to contribute as well, like you did Monday and not getting it tonight. Maybe that's the way to phrase it. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's 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 the time of year where uh, you know you've got to have different guys contribute every night, and you know we got a fourth line goal tonight, which was big. Um, we knew St. Louis was going to be real good. We knew they were going to push back with a big game tonight uh, under the circumstances they're under. And, uh, you know, we needed to, to give Flowers some more support offensively. We needed to find a power play goal tonight somewhere in there. We needed to, you know, w- one of our key guys uh, with some of the quality looks they had to find a way to stick one in the net. You know, you, you, that's the only way you're going to win on the road this time of year against a good team. Final question tonight. We'll go to Brian Blessing with the Vegas Hockey Hotline. Brian. Hello, Pete. Uh, you snapped the skid the other night, but the, the big picture, uh, losing four of five in the stretch run here, what are the things that will be paramount for you, the coaching staff, and the group the, to right the ship and really you know, put it going the right direction here as the games get tighter down the road? Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, I, I think I think the sometimes you win four of five and, and don't play really well, and, and the, the records are a little misleading. Um, I, I think that's probably the case here. I, I think uh, we're doing a lot of good things. I think we're we're really close to to stringing together uh, a bunch of wins. Um, you know, the only game I, I hated uh, was the LA game out of the five you're talking about. Um, the others are winnable games. Uh, you know, we've got to find a, a way to get an extra goal a night and, uh, you know, and we'll be on the right side of that like we were earlier in the season. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple A Insurance post game show. The Golden Knights dropped this one three to one to the St. Louis Blues. You just heard from head coach Pete DeBoer in tonight's post game interview, presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. And you know, a lot was said there from Pete. Uh, some interesting stuff, honestly. When when you kind of look at it, he talks about needing a power play goal, the different ways that you're going to score and win this time of year and you know the golden knights just didn't really capitalize on the opportunities that they had within this game to make a difference and that really is the story here the post-game injury report is brought to you by the valley health system the official health system of the vegas golden knights obviously vegas played with 12 forwards five defensemen two goaltenders 
because Alec Martinez was scratched. He's, uh, I didn't get, we didn't get from Pete DeBoer uh, a health update on Alec Martinez, but I, I would imagine that Martinez is battling through something, as most players are this time of year, uh, and that is why he was unavailable to the Golden Knights. So what Vegas looks like on Friday, that's going to be a big question. Hopefully an update on Alec Martinez as we get closer to that game on Friday. But let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go all the way back to the first period, and you knew that the St. Louis Blues were going to come out in this game looking to push the pace, and it's Vladimir Tarasenko opening up the scoring just 48 seconds in. Two on one, the other way, a shot, they score! Tarasenko, and St. Louis strikes first. Beats Flurry on the glove side, make it 48 seconds into the first period. That's Tarasenko from Vince Dunn at 48 seconds of the first period to make it one to nothing. St. Louis later on in the period, Sammy Blay would beat Marc-Andre Fleury glove side. Didn't keep it down low. Blues transition the other way. Four men at the line. Blay shoots and scores. Sammy Blay back in the lineup and back on the board. His fourth goal of the year. He beats Fleury again on the glove side and it's two nothing St. Louis. Sammy Blay from David Perron and Tori Krug at 7:21 of the first period make it two to nothing, St. Louis. We'd head to the second period. Jordan Binnington would be dialed in. The Golden Knights would put a lot of pucks to the front of the net. Binnington equal to the task the entire period. As we open up the third period, it was Mark Andre Fleury's time to come up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Vegas. As new defensemen on, at least one. Hagas now joined Petrangelo. McNabb got off. Falk to the middle of the shot. Flurry a save on Shen. Smith gives it away. Left side. Another shot. Blocked by Flurry. With lots of traffic in front. And now you can start to see Flurry a little frustrated. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24 7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services and savings on your home and auto insurance, AAA, outsmart life, and you could hear it as Dan Duva called it. Marc-Andre Fleury frustrated, quite a few odd man rushes and really good scoring opportunities in this game for St. Louis. Marc-Andre Fleury, a big reason that this deficit was not larger than two to nothing. However, as the Golden Knights would continue to pressure Jordan Bennington, it was the Blues striking in the third period on Jake Wallman's first career NHL goal. Puck to center, Cairo holding back to defend. Holden got back, Cairo stops, shoots, pad save, rebound, score! Jake Wallman and his first goal. 3-0 St. Louis. That's Wallman from Jordan Cairo and Ivan Barbashev at 13-31 of the third period to make it three to nothing St. Louis. Just two minutes later, Nick Waugh would royal would would spoil the shutout for Jordan Bennington. Reeves runs into him, takes it away. Reeves put it behind for Carrier. Right circle for Waugh, shooting, scores! Nick Waugh from the right dot found the opening and spoils the shutout bid for Jordan Bennington. The Knights now trail three to one. That's Nick Waugh, his second of the year from Will Carrier and Ryan Reeves at 15.44 of the third period. 
to cut the lead to three to one St. Louis. The Golden Knights would get a late power play opportunity. They'd pull Marc-Andre Fleury for the extra attacker. They'd continue to put the pressure on Jordan Binnington and all that was left was the final call. Theodore shoots with three seconds. Another save for Binnington. And that's all she wrote in St. Louis. Final score, Blues three, Knights one. There you have it. Three to one, the final. The St. Louis Blues defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, again, for Vegas, it's one of those games where you look at it and you talk about the start and the needing to match the intensity of the St. Louis Blues. They were able to get away with it on Monday. Robin Leonard incredibly locked in. I don't know that I fault Marc-Andre Fleury too much. You've got a great shot from Vladimir Tarasenko. And then the Sammy Blay shot, it beats him same spot. It's glove side, it's high, it's just inside the bar. So, I mean, they're really good shots. You, you'd like your goaltender to come up with a save there, but the fact that it took the Golden Knights over 20 minutes to get themselves into this game and invested in this game is more of an issue than, to me at least, than the goals that Marc-Andre Fleury allowed in the first period. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. 3-1 to one, the final. The St. Louis Blues able to beat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas... You know, going into this game, scored a ton, almost at will against the St. Louis Blues this season. Jordan Binnington, challenged by his head coach, turned in an absolute gem. Let's just take a look for a second at, at Jordan Binnington's night, okay? 51 shots. Jordan Binnington sees a lot of pucks especially when it comes to the Vegas Golden Knights. They put a lot of shots on Jordan Bennington. And if you want to argue that they didn't do enough, there, there weren't enough high danger chances, like that's, that's fine. I'm not going to sit here and argue that point. But I am going to say there were numerous opportunities for the Golden Knights to come up with some goals. Jordan Bennington was just better. And when you look at the power play, the Golden Knights 0 for 4 on the power play. And it's, again... Key moments within a game. I've talked about it with the power play. I'm not necessarily the, the type of, of person to look at the overall percentage of what the power play is, but I'm more concerned about the moment. The moment for me, for the Golden Knights, to get back into this game wasn't the third period. It was with three power play opportunities in the second period. And while Vegas did generate a lot of shots, 10 shots on the power play, Jordan Binnington got every single one of them. 
So in terms of this game, you want to look at Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, that's fine. Mark Stone's going to be the first one to tell you that he's got to be better. Mark Stone's going to be the first one to say that he, as the captain of this team, has to give more. And, and sure, why not? But at the same time, you, you, the Golden Knights could make it a bit easier on themselves by chipping in a power play goal. They are 0 for their last 18 power play attempts. And then if you want to just throw out the, the second period, like if that's what you want to do, okay, that's fine. But there's a delay of game penalty late in the third period after Vegas had finally broken through on Jordan Bennington. Pull the goaltender, you've got a six-on-four opportunity. The Golden Knights had plenty of chances beyond just generating chances to get back in this game. Marc-Andre Fleury gave him a chance, too. There are plenty of opportunities for the St. Louis Blues to open up three, four, five, six goal leads in this game. It didn't get there because Marc-Andre Fleury was very good. And, like, I know that we're going to do the thing where we look at Robin Leonard and we look at how he's played since returning from his concussion and look at his record, 4-0-1. And we're going to look at, at Marc-Andre Fleury, who has had a rough go in terms of wins and losses since starting back-to-back games against Colorado. And naturally, we're going to say, should Robin Leonard get more starts? And ordinarily, I'd say, no, I think you're in a rotation. Marc-Andre Fleury, his play doesn't merit making a, a change to that rotation. However, maybe you do when you've only got three out of a possible 10 points in your last five games, something has to change regardless of whether or not the play dictates that. I'm fascinated. We expect Robin Leonard will go on Friday, but beyond that, and if Robin Leonard picks up a win, I'm fascinated to see what Pete DeBoer does with his goaltenders after that game. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Welcome in to the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. The Golden Knights drop this one three to one to the St. Louis Blues, and for St. Louis, like eventually they were going to win a game. Eventually, Jordan Bennington was going to come and and save the day. And, and quite frankly, Jordan Bennington had to be the first, second, and third star of the game, and he absolutely was. He absolutely was that for the St. Louis Blues. And for the Golden Knights, I think Marc-Andre Fleury played well enough. And, you know, it's one of those situations where you don't match the intensity, you don't match the desperation early in the game, and it puts you behind. And that's what the Golden Knights really had going against them tonight. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, 
it's a situation where you, you fall behind 2 nothing, and for the Golden Knights, that's not really anything new this season. They've been able to come from behind and win hockey games seemingly all year. And for whatever reason, over the last few games, the Golden Knights, just when they get behind, have not been able to generate the amount of offense that they need to come back. And it's costing them in terms of standings points. It's making the race for the division more uncomfortable than it should be. And with Minnesota picking up a win, Minnesota's just two points behind the Golden Knights right now. So there's some serious, serious standing standings watching for fans. And the anxiety around that is real. The Golden Knights need to figure out a way to get into the win column with a little bit more regularity the rest of the way. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended post game shows coming up next right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 702-876-1340. 702-876-1340. 40. That's the number here. It's your postgame show. So let's talk. The Golden Knights dropped four of their last five games. Three out of a possible ten points in that stretch. I'm curious. I like generally, genuinely curious where we're at here. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Well, again, a little concerned, to say the least, certainly about the power play. But I want to know where you keep that crystal ball. You talked a few weeks ago about Dylan Coglin, and uh, that was, I think it was you, wasn't it, who predicted Dylan Coglin would uh, have a good game and suddenly he scores a hat trick. Didn't you do that? Well, yes. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to toot my own horn that much, but yes, I, I absolutely did. That's 100% all me. This afternoon on the pregame show, I had to. I laughed at the radio. I literally laughed at the radio because you said Jordan Bennington would have to play the game of his life for the Blues to win, and I said to myself, he won a Stanley Cup two years ago. What would be the game of his life? He just made, went out and made 50 saves. How did you do that? Well, Jordan Bennington was challenged by his coach, right? Like, it, it, the, the questions going into this game from Jordan Bennington was essentially Craig Berube saying that oh, Jordan's got to find the swagger that he played with when he did take this team to and ultimately win 
a Stanley Cup. So I think that there, that challenge was out there for Jordan Binnington. And if you know Jordan Binnington, you followed his story, you understand the confidence that he has in his game. I think this was a prove-yourself game for Jordan Binnington. And, and to be honest with you, it's been a long time coming. It, just, it, it was bound to happen at some point. Yeah, we were just the victims. And I looked at that record as the game began, a losing record. It was amazing to see that on the screen. The other thing, and I don't think people realize this, Minnesota just went to Colorado and scored 12 goals in two games. They're playing at a high rate right now, aren't they? I mean, Minnesota's been been very good. Now, that being said, uh, they have had a rough, rough go against Colorado essentially all season long. So the Minnesota Wild needed a statement game against Colorado, and they got that tonight. And I don't know how the Avalanche can continue to go along without another goalie. They've got to get a goalie. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you, Mike. Like when it comes to the Colorado Avalanche, if you're Joe Sackick and you go through this trade deadline without adding a goaltender, I, I think that that is a a big key where you can improve your team and at least give yourself a little bit of insurance should Philip Grubauer falter or get injured. So, uh, you know, I I the top of this division's interesting. The Minnesota Wild nipping at the heels of the Vegas Golden Knights, and it. You know, it's it's an interesting one, and I'm going to pose this question to you before I let you go, Mike. In terms of the goaltender rotation, Marc-Andre Fleury hasn't won since he beat the the Colorado Avalanche. Robin Leonard, 4-0-1 since returning from his concussion. Do you mess with the goalie rotation? The reason you, you do mess with the goalie rotation is because Marc-Andre is the consummate pro who has before shared the goaltending spot with Murray and done it like a professional. Robin Leonard can start in goaltender anytime for my money and probably win three quarters of the games that he starts. I would go back to the postseason of 20 and see what happens. All right, Mike, thanks for the call. An excellent call as always, 702-876-1340. And that's where I want to start tonight. And Mike gave a definitive answer. Yes, I would change the goaltending rotation. So what say you? This is, this is the challenge for everyone that's calling tonight. What would you do? Would you change the goaltending rotation for the Vegas Golden Knights right now? 702-876-1340. That's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing tonight? Hey, how are you? I'm doing all right. I I don't know. I, I don't have super strong feelings either way about okay. changing the goalie rotation because yep. honestly, when I look at it, we haven't like had a situation where we've suffered like a huge blowout loss, kind of like what Colorado got handed from Minnesota today, right? right. I think the most, unless I missed a game, when I was searching through it, the most goals we've had scored against us is five, and that was like five to two against Arizona pretty early in the season. So I really don't think that who is in goal is anywhere near as important as the fact that we're just not scoring goals and having a really hard time on the power play. You know, that's a great point that you bring up, Stephanie, because 
the Golden Knights haven't lost games because of goaltending. Like, we know that Robin Leonard's numbers since returning have been stellar. They haven't been that far off from Marc-Andre Fleury. The, the biggest issue right now for Vegas is an inability to score consistently. Yeah. And, I mean, on top of that, it felt like they gave up a lot of breakaways today, at least in that first period. Like, it was just really – I was driving back from CNA during it, and I'm like, ah, driving on the 215, trying to yeah. not panic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the odd man rushes against, especially to start this game, not ideal for the Golden Knights. Puck management wasn't where you'd want it to be, knowing that St. Louis was going to come in hungry and desperate in this game. I guess my my last question for you, Stephanie, how do you fix the power play? Uh, I don't know. Score goals, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really, I, you know, it, it's, I don't know. I mean, because it feels like they've mix, tried mixing it up. They've tried changing it. I, I mean, it, it's just, I mean, I guess you could fix it by just, Scoring more goals five on five, and then you don't have to worry about the power play. I don't know. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, thank you for the call. Um, you know, it's interesting. Obviously, you look at the power play, you say score goals. That's that's great. Like I, I one hundred percent am there for it. But I think Stephanie, you make a, an interesting point in score five on five. Like the Golden Knights have been really good at five on five. They've been able to find offense five on five. Score more there. Build your confidence at five on five, and maybe that will bleed in to what you're doing on the power play. 702-876-1340. That's the number if you'd like to join us after the break on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's too quiet tonight. Pick up the phone. Let's talk. The Golden Knights, three points in their last ten possible points. So out of five games, ten possible points, just three for the Vegas Golden Knights. That is a tough stretch, and, you know, oftentimes I'll, I'll get that tweet after the show from someone that wants to talk about something or is mad that I haven't talked about something, but the reality is I can't talk about it if you don't call in. So call 702-876-1340, 0 for 18 that's the last 18 power play opportunities for the Vegas Golden Knights. 0 for 18. It's clearly not going to get it done. But the bigger issue for me, specifically tonight, is when you have an opportunity to get back in the game and you've got three straight power play opportunities in the second period. Don't cash in. Those are, those are momentum swings right there. Perfect opportunities for the Golden Knights to take the game over. It's just 2 nothing. Your power play breaks through. Your power play comes through. That's how you win. Pete DeBoer, after the game, says you've got to get a power play goal. You've got to get something in those situations to spark you. Because it's very difficult to beat good teams 
at home. And I know, believe me, I've been bullish on the Blues. Like, I, I've kind of gotten myself to the point where I don't necessarily buy the St. Louis Blues. They're not far removed from a Stanley Cup championship. They've got enough pieces still within that locker room to come out and play the type of game that they played. And I've never been the biggest Jordan Binnington guy in terms of statistics. Like, I've never been that guy. But there's an intangible that Jordan Binnington has. When you tell him he's not going, he's not delivering. When you say, where's the swagger? I knew that this was the type of game Jordan Binnington would have. And for those saying that Jordan Binnington didn't face enough quality shots from the Golden Knights, go to Natural Statric. Look up the look up the heat map from this game. And then tell me the Golden Knights didn't get enough quality shots on goal. Now, whether or not they did enough with those quality shots that's a point of argument. Like, Jonathan Marsh is so late in the game, it's a point-blank chance right in the blue paint. Can he do more with it? Probably. There are plenty of opportunities in which I think the Golden Knights, you give them those opportunities again and again, they probably make more out of them. But just out of sheer volume, Jordan Binnington at 5-on-5 faced 17 high-danger chances. 17 high-danger shots. So the Golden Knights did enough to come out with three goals. Binnington was better. Period. He was better. Now, the Golden Knights could certainly be better. I'm not arguing that. But again, this is something that Vegas has to work themselves out of. And they're going to have to do it right now. And I don't want to say that this is where you make a change to your goaltending rotation. And let's go back to the phone calls because we heard from Mike, we heard from Stephanie, and both sides presented in that argument. Do you change something with your goalies? Mike says yes, because why? Well... It's not working right now. The Golden Knights aren't picking up enough wins. That makes a lot of sense. That is logical. I, I'm, I'm with you. And then, you know, Stephanie calls in. She says, well, okay, but how many games have the Golden Knights lost because of goaltending? Be zero. They're losing because they're not scoring. And that should be a concern. So I'm of the mindset, and I'd love to hear the rest of you that are listening right now and for whatever reason aren't picking up the phone to call, 702-876-1340, it's your post-game show. Would you make a change to the goalie rotation? And I'm of the mindset that this is the time to do it if you're going to get away from it. Like if you're Pete DeBoer and you're going into this this weekend, I think you play around with it just because... It's a variable you can change. Like, there aren't very many variables that the Golden Knights can change. There's only so much you can do with your roster right now because of the cap constraints to 
get a response from your team. And for whatever reason, since Robin Leonard came back from his concussion, he's been lights out, and he's gotten more run support than Marc-Andre Fleury. So I'm going to go back to that well as much as I can. Why? Not because Marc-Andre Fleury is not up to the standard I expect of him, but simply it's a way to change something. It's a variable you can control in a season in which you don't have much else you can do. 702-876-1340 is the number. Taking more of your calls after the break. This is the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's, let's work together right now. Let's get one more call. If you're listening and you've never called in before, or even if you have, if you've called in and you're just kind of on the fence about giving me a call, just do it, 702-876-1340. I mean, this is a type of game where I think you see a lot of different things you can talk about from the Golden Knights, a, a, a late scratch. Alec Martina is unable to go because of the salary cap, because the Golden Knights are so close to the salary cap. They cannot replace that player, so they've got to go with 12-5. and five. That's not ideal. Now, Pete DeBoer, after the game, was asked about it, and, and rightfully so. And, and the reason he was asked about it is because it's three times in five games that the Golden Knights have had to play shorthanded, down a man or two, as we saw last week. And again, it's the price of adding Alex Petrangelo in the offseason. It's the price of signing Robin Leonard. It's the price of putting together this roster that you believe, if you're Kelly McCrimmon, can win the Stanley Cup. And if everyone's healthy, then it's okay. You have a full roster. If there's a late scratch, you're in a situation where you got to play shorthanded. And it's been a trend for the Golden Knights. They've looked out of sorts in those moments, and it's a valid question. As a fan, does that frustrate you? Like, does it frustrate you that the Golden Knights had to go with 12-5 and five today? Does it frustrate you to the point where you would have liked them to have made different decisions? I mean, that's just hindsight being 20-20. I have seen it come across my timeline, but not in terms of phone calls. But again, I, I think the story here is you've got to try to find a way to jumpstart the offense. And as ridiculous as this sounds, the only real variable that Pete DeBoer has at his disposal is what he does with his goaltenders. I mean, the trade deadline is on Monday. What what George McPhee does, or George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon do then, I'm not sure. 
We'll find out so, soon enough. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone line. Thank you, Lou, for calling in. What do you want to talk about? Hey, Ryan. You know, I am so tired of listening to this controversy about goalies. I can't even stand it. It just it makes me nuts. I look at Twitter, and it's like, oh, my God, winner. He's, he's the number one goalie. Flurry, blah, blah, blah. Dude, stop. It's not about the goalkeeping at this point. It's about the other 12 guys on the ice. The yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not arguing that it is about goaltending. I'm arguing about changing something, right? Like, oh, no. It's, it's clearly not going well right now for the Golden Knights. So the only variable that Pete DeBoer has at his disposal is, hey, let me just tweak this and see if it sparks something. Well, and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the people on social media. I'm talking about yeah. Twitter, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I'm talking about the people that don't understand hockey and haven't been hockey fans until we've had a team in this town. I've been involved with hockey here in Vegas since 1970, and I'm just I'm so I'm I'm so tired of it. I can't even tell you. It's not the goalies; it's people in front of them. And now, and I'm not getting freaked out about you know these you know the scratches and, and playing shorthanded and stuff like that. Yeah. Give us ten. The, the ten games at the end of the season are going to tell what happens with this team, and it's not going to be because of goaltending. It's going to be because of what the GMs do, what the coaches do, and the way they set that team up down the stretch. And we're not even down the stretch yet. You know, Lou. I, just while I have you, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this in terms of the power play. What do you want to see, like? It, it, I understand you just want them to score. Like, that's fine. But what do you want to see maybe systematically from the Golden Knights power play you're not seeing right now that, that you think could kind of turn the table here? You know, I think there has to be a few tweaks. I'm I'm starting to see, you know, guys like Nosek starting to step up right now. And so, again, down the stretch, see who's hot, see who isn't hot. And once you hit that 10- to 12-game stretch at the end of the season – Make sure that you've got those guys rolling, and you're going to sit a bunch of guys. You're going to sit the Ryan Reeves. You're going to sit guys that aren't really doing much right now. Play these last few games, and once you hit that, you know, the, the 12 games down the stretch, make sure that you've got all the hot guys on the ice. Power play, power, uh, penalty kill, whatever. Make sure that you've got those guys on the ice. Hey, Lou, thanks for calling, buddy. This is a great call. Um, always appreciate it when you call in to the extended post-game show. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? Oh, uh, Ryan, I'm doing fine. I have a uh, an, an issue uh, uh, that you brought up about playing with five defensemen. Yep. I think that's huge. I mean, come the third period, uh, you don't have six defensemen. They're, they're going to be tired more than... Uh, a normal lineup of six defensemen. Uh, don't you agree? I mean, to a certain extent I do, but I, I would also make the argument that tonight that wasn't the case. The Golden Knights were much better in the second and third period than they were in the first period, and that would seem to to kind of be counterintuitive to what you just said. But don't you think the players are, are, are getting frustrated uh, playing the, how many games uh, has it been? Where they're playing shorthanded, don't you think that's going to catch up with them? And they they may not be saying it, but 
I think they are getting frustrated with management. It's like, hey, let's get a player out here so we're not playing shorthanded. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's tough, right? Because the, the alternative is you go into this season without uh, the ability to re-sign Robin Leonard. You go into this uh, uh, season without Alex Petrangelo at your disposal. I mean, like it, it significantly alters what this team would look like It just in these moments. So, I mean, it's a trade-off, right? Like, you could certainly make the argument for not having games like this, and thanks for the call, Joe. Uh, but I, I think that, again, you look at what the Golden Knights were able to do in the offseason and what they think that can do for this team in their quest to win a Stanley Cup, and right now, it's kind of up in the air. Whether or not those those calculated risks pay off remains to be seen, but I think we've got to take a look at what that end result's going to be before we get too caught up in the fact that the Golden Knights have had to be shorthanded a couple of games. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights return to action on Friday at home, T-Mobile Arena. We'll take on the Arizona Coyotes, who aren't going to be too happy. They allowed the LA Kings to come all the way back and win 4-3. So, tough pill for Arizona. Tough stretch for Vegas. Something's got to break. And I'm very much curious to see what we get out of the Golden Knights on Friday. But for me, it's beyond Friday. If they are able to answer on Friday, then it becomes can they be consistent? Can they string together a couple of wins? That's what I'm interested in. That's what I'm looking to. So we'll see. Next game will be Friday, 7 p.m. Pre-game show goes at 6 p.m. Thanks to Jeff Rubino for turning the knobs, keeping us on the air. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio. Thanks to all of you for calling in. You really do take ownership of this show. That's what it's all about. It's your postgame show. I'm just a vehicle for your thoughts and opinions. That's going to do it for us. Thanks to everybody for listening to the extended postgame show right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.